Welcome to Vibrate Higher, the podcast that takes you on a transformative journey towards aligning with your higher self, unlocking the depths of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding within you. I'm your host, Joelle, mindset coach and founder of Zenergy Group. I'm here to guide you on a path of self-discovery and personal growth. Each episode of Vibrate Higher is crafted with intention, combining ancient wisdom, modern insights, and practical techniques that can be applied to your everyday life. We'll explore various spiritual practices, mindfulness techniques, and self-reflection exercises, all aimed at elevating your consciousness and aligning with your higher self. Get ready to embark on an epic adventure. This is Vibrate Higher. Hi friends, it's Joelle from Zenergy Group and welcome to my podcast. So today's episode is all about grief. I am going to talk with you about what grief is. We're going to break down emotions. I'm going to share with you a little bit about my story and what really inspired me to record this podcast. And then we're going to talk about three tools that have helped me deal with my own grief. So let's jump right in. Let's first talk about what grief is. Now, as you all can guess, there are a million different definitions of grief, and it really depends on what you put in your Google search. But I am going to strictly talk with you about my opinion and my thoughts and how I process it. So simply put to me, grief is a loss of a connection that defines you, and it's the memories associated with that connection that come undone from that loss. So grief is not just about the loss of an actual loved one. Grief can be a loss of a relationship or a friendship. It can be the loss of a job and of course the loss of a loved one, but all of those impact our identity. It challenges the foundation of who you are. So my definition of grief is really just a loss of a connection that defines you and the memories that are coming undone from that loss. So, you know, when you grieve something and those the memories of what you've lost continue to play in your head, good times, bad times, you know, productive times, you know, sad times, all those things continue to play over and over in your mind. And that is what then drums up the sadness or the um, emotions that are associated with grief, depending on what you're grieving. So let's break down emotions because emotions and grief are tied together because like I just said, emotions drum up or grief drums up emotions. So I have an episode in my podcast about emotions already. It's a quick little, actually, it was really a YouTube video that I just, um, you're listening to the audio of it. So you could watch it on my YouTube channel, um, the um, at Zenergy Group on YouTube, or you can click uh, further up in the episodes and listen to it if you're on the go and you don't have time to actually watch. So I have an episode that goes further into emotions for the interest of saving time today. I'm just going to give you like a quick synopsis to break it down and so tie it into grief so that that can help you through your coping process. So emotions are message carriers. They carry 
messages about our thoughts and they are also indicators of your vibration. So if you are um, constantly grieving, right, and you're sad or you're crying or you're aching from this loss of, of something, you are on a lower vibration because you're not happy, you're not positive. So the opposite of, of that is a low vibration, happiness, positivity, um, inspiration, admiration. Those are higher vibrational thoughts. Grief is lower vibrational because it's heartache, it's sadness. Hopefully you guys are following me there. So if you think through, if you're on a lower vibration, the lower vibration is going to continue to perpetuate low level thoughts and emotions. So when you're in that grieving state, you're sad, you're angry, you're frustrated. Those emotions are going to continue to trigger thoughts that that perpetuate the emotions because that's the emotional state that you're in. So then you're in a hamster wheel of like, I'm sad, I keep thinking sad thoughts, I'm mourning, I keep thinking, you know, heavy aching things. And you're just in this hamster wheel of going around and around and around of this in, in this grief. The thing is, in grief, the goal is to actually pass through the emotional process. You can Google like the five stages of grief or seven stages of grief. That is a process. So it's an emotional process that you're going through. There's, you know, I think it's denial and then anger and all these things. So you, your goal is to go through the process, not to wallow in one specific emotion in a hamster wheel and around and around. Because if you stay there, that can take you out. I'm talking about debilitate you. You know, you don't want to get out of bed. You're angry at the world. You want to go fight. You want to do this. Like, can you imagine being in that emotional state every day and what that does for your life and how non-productive that vibration is? So again, the goal is to not be in a hamster wheel. The goal is to process through the, the emotions and not get stuck. Um, I can give you an example. I'm going to give you two quick examples of, of how emotions affect your, um, your vibration and your, how that all ties into what you manifest. So I always use this example with my clients or if you listen to any of my other videos. If you wake up in the morning and you are, you know, you get up and your mind starts racing about something that pissed you off the day before. And so, you know, you, you get up. You're pissed about that. You're feeling away. Maybe it has you feeling anxious or nervous. And if you notice, the minute you wake up and start getting your day started in that vibration, you're attracting other situations that make you feel that way because that's the energy that you're putting out. So for instance, you get up, you know, you make your coffee, you go to pour it, it spills on you and it's hot. And you're like, God dog it. You feel more pissed, more frustrated. Then you start rushing, you know, you're running behind to get to work. You get in there, you you get in your car, you drive. Now you're in traffic. You're hitting every red light. You're late. You know, you're yelling at the car in front of you. It's road rage. You then you get a flat tire. It's like all of these things just continue to to be attracted to you because that's the energy that you're putting out. So that's just an example that I'm trying to tie into. When you're grieving, it's no different. Um, 
My other example for just myself personally, I am also a medium. And so I practice mediumship and I am able to communicate with spirits, loved ones that have passed, things like that. And I um, recently lost my mother and my father. And when I was grieving my mother, I could not get myself into a vibrational spot to be able to contact her. So let me go into a little bit of my story so that you guys understand the inspiration into what made me record this podcast and why I came up with these three tools to help me. For everyone, just to give you a little insight into who I am. So I am an only child. Um, I grew up with my mother primarily. My mom and dad got divorced when I was young. I was probably like four or five years old. I don't even remember it. And that, you know, when you go through things that are traumatic, even emotionally, I, th- I think we tend to block things out. Oh, anyway, I'm an only child. My mom and I were besties. Um, as I got older, we got closer and closer and closer. It was kind of like me and her against the world. And I always told her she was my eternal bestie. Like I 100% know she was my soulmate. So I think we did life together uh, plenty of times. Sometimes I was probably the mom and she was the child, but like that was my freaking dog. Like I I just, I don't want to get emotional, but I lost her coming up. It'll be in a week. It'll be two years to um, cancer. She actually had endometrial cancer. They call it the silent killer because it impacts women um, over the age of 60 with no symptoms. So I won't get into that story. I just want you to know high level. Um, I lost my best friend in the entire world. It took me all the way out. Um, so I understand the depths of grieving. Um, to add to that, a month ago, um, in two days, it'll be a month, I lost my dad. My dad and I grew very close as I got older um, because I had done a lot of work on myself. I grew up with a lot of daddy issues because my dad was not there in the house with me. And after doing a lot of self-development work on myself, I knew the importance of mending that relationship with my father, regardless of whatever resentment I had, I had to heal. And a part of that healing was to talk with him and talk through my scars and how I got there. And so for all of you out there who have estranged relationships with one of your parents or both, the a step in healing that is communicating with them through that if you are lucky enough to still have both of them walking this earth. So um, that's just my personal opinion. Luckily, I was able to mend a relationship with my dad. I really started digging into personal development and started working on myself and closing what I call gaps or limited beliefs, things like that. So my dad and I became very close um, towards probably in the last decade or two. We were extremely close. So, um, you know, we would talk. Not as often, but he was lived in the same city as me. So I was always taking him to appointments, doctor's appointments, things like that. We're both Gemini's, like we are basically like the same person. So lost him almost a month ago. Again, took me back through the same spiral of 
losing a parent. So I lost both people that that really made up my freaking identity and who the hell I am. And I'm an only child. There's no one else there with me that could understand that. So it's it's I can't explain that feeling of being alone. Although people are around you, I've got friends that I that love me. I have such a good tribe of people and other family members, but none of that matters when your foundation is shaken. I felt so alone in the world. And so I'm saying all this to tell you guys that I freaking get it. I get grief. I understand the depths of it, the how dark it can get if you let your mind go there. So that prompted me to want to record this podcast. So let me tell you about the three things tools that I used to help me this time around with my dad. When my mom um, transitioned, guys, I didn't have these tools. As spiritual as I am, I've been a medium and a practicing medium for years. I will do a podcast episode on that for all of you who want more information in that, or maybe you think you're a medium. I would love to share my story with you. So I will do that in another episode. But as spiritual as I am, I'm still um, a human and I still am in this dimension and I have, you know, an attachment to certain things as I work through my own spiritual enlightenment. So nonetheless, when my mom transitioned, I found her and it took me out and the images, the nightmares, everything that I had. I mean, I had to I didn't have these tools Um, when my dad passed. I also saw him, you know, his body as well. And so it took me back to the depths of finding my mom, like I told you guys, but it also inspired me to heal and like channel this energy and take myself out of this rut or it was going to be a wrap for me. So let me tell you these three tools that I was able to develop and use with my dad that I didn't with my mom. So tool number one is chakra healing work. It will change your life. So people that don't know what chakras are, chakras are energy centers in your body and they all have an associated color and frequency. So um, chakras are like little brains in your body. They all have their own little brain in their own consciousness. And after my mom and dad transitioned, I experienced what I call just, it was heartbreak. It was straight up heartache. My heart literally hurt. It was a constant dull ache in my heart that I walked around with every day. So I I turned to chakra healing work this time around. So for the last month, really, I've been doing Um, a chakra meditation that I do every day. I was doing it every day anyway, but I started to lean into the heart portion of it more. I'm going to put in the show notes this meditation. It's 10 minutes and 43 seconds. I do it. I try to do it every morning. Sometimes I'm not, you know, out of seven days, I sometimes skip a day. It just depends. We all have stuff going on, but I consistently try to do it as much as I can. And for the last month I have been because that heartache was getting to be unbearable. So I'm going to drop that link in the show notes. Um, I also would do specific heart chakra healing, um, like the 
frequency. You can put them into YouTube. There's one that I like. I will put that on. So I would do my meditation in the morning and then I would put keep my earbuds in and I would play this like chakra healing energy music as I went about my morning routine, making coffee, getting ready. You know, um, I lean into like picturing my heart being revitalized and healed. So that is um, tool number one, chakra healing work. It's no joke, guys. Lean into it. Tool number two is called imagineering. So this is a term that you're going to hear from me a lot in... um, I use it in my sessions with my clients. I will also be uploading some courses that I'll tell you guys about at a later date and Imagineering is going to be a part of it. I am obsessed with Imagineering. Um, This is a term that was coined by Sergey King. He has a book that was written back in the 70s called Imagineering for Health. Um, It's a book about using your imagination and your energy to heal yourself. So um, Imagineering comes from imagination and engineering. So you're using your imagination to engineer outcomes. Um, The way that I used it to help me with my grief is that I would literally imagine a new outcome because when you understand how your subconscious mind works, you understand that your subconscious mind doesn't know reality from not reality. So if you can conjure up something detailed enough in your head and by your imagination, your subconscious mind adopts it. It doesn't know the difference. Um, quick sub note, I have a video slash podcast episode on the three selves. So if you are as obsessed with the subconscious mind as I am, or you're just getting into it and you want to understand more details about it, go to my Zenergy Group YouTube page if you want to watch me randomly talk, or you can go to the podcast episode, the three selves, if you just want to hear it. And I kind of go in depth about your um, subconscious mind, your conscious mind, and your super conscious mind, or lower self, higher self, middle self. Back to my Imagineering technique. So with my mom, like I told you guys, I found her um, body there and it it scarred me. So when with my dad, um, my uncle happened to find him and called me immediately. And when I got there, my dad was still lying there on the floor. So it Um, I knew what was ahead of me if I went in and, you know, into the room where he was and like stood over his body, like I knew what I was going to be in for. So I didn't go all the way in. I just kind of stood at the door and I saw him and I stepped back out and I, cause I could feel myself going down a spiral, you know, your heart's beating fast, adrenaline, like it's a lot. So I still have an image of him. I still see it clear as day. It was four weeks ago. But with my Imagineering, what I started to do is I, when that image pops into my mind now, I literally picture his um, soul. You know how like his body coming out, kind of like, I don't know how to describe this, but I picture him getting up from where he was lying and standing next to me as his fully realized all-knowing soul 
and we hold hands and we walk out of the house together. Like he's with me in a different way. So I picture that and I feel his energy and it helped me. It soothes that when I get that thought or that image, which could again, take me into the swallows of a shame spiral or a depression spiral. I immediately have trained my thought now to see that he gets up, he stands next to me as like a, a soul spirit figure and we walk out of the door and he just leaves his um, physical body just there. And so it it helps me process the transition and it it has healed me. So imagineering is tool number two. And then the last tool that I want to share with you, it's thought pivot. So much like having to reimagine a new ending, I needed something to address the constant thoughts that I would that would come about my mom and my dad, be it memories of good times, how I wish they were with me right now, um any any sort of like thought that will take that you will that you feel yourself getting back into this sadness, I literally pivot. So if you understand that your grief is really just memories coming undone, and you know that your thoughts influence your emotion, then you can see the benefit in pivoting your thoughts when you see them taking you into that hamster wheel I was talking about earlier. So what I do when a, when a negative thought comes or a sad thought comes, I immediately pivot to a positive. So um, if I have a thought like, great example, my birthday was two days ago. So it's my first birthday without my parents. A lot of thoughts came to me, you know, uh, thoughts of sadness, thoughts of being alone, thoughts of how I can't, neither of them are going to call me today and tell me happy birthday. My mom would call me every birthday morning at 8 a.m. because I was born at 8 a.m. That's how much of a fucking awesome mom she was. So at 8 a.m. on my birthday, of course, I mean, it's that's a thought that could take me down that day to where I'm not even functioning that day. I'm in the fetal position in my bed. But what I did was pivot immediately and say, I am so thankful that I freaking had a mom who was a fucking rock star. Like she she poured into me by giving me this and that. And I just take it to a positive spin. That way it redirects the energy. You're not ignoring it because you want, I mean, it's, it comes. You're re-channeling. So that's what I mean by thought pivot, guys. So I hope that all of the things that I have shared have helped you today. I hope that it helps you if you are in the grieving process right now, stay strong, continue to listen to this. Listen to it a few times if you need to, but these tools will help redirect that grieving energy into something positive and powerful. And trust me, that is the best way to get out of this. Whether you're grieving the loss of a loved one, the loss of a relationship or a friendship that impacts you, the loss of a job that challenges your security, any of that, use these things to help channel your energy because energy goes where your focus flows. So if you stay in that low vibrational place, you will continue to attract situations and thoughts that keep you there. And we've got to vibrate higher. I appreciate you guys so much for listening. Hopefully, if this pulled you, please subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already so this can be shared to other beautiful souls that need it. 
and I will talk to you all soon. Bye.